Hello and welcome to A Smashing Theory, the ultimate prediction podcast for Smash Bros. and other video games. I'm Daniel. And I'm Sean, and I like that new intro. Yeah, thank you. You that on me. I, yeah. I did, uh-huh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I was, I was kind of trying it out, uh-huh. kind of slipping it in there. Using the ultimate in there, that's good, that's yeah. good. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, very fitting, because of course, this episode isn't about Smash at all. <laughs> I do believe there will definitely be some Smash discussion. Okay. Uh, both at the beginning and uh, definitely at the end, and probably some in the middle. So you get like a sprinkling. You get a smash <laughs> right. sprinkle yes. throughout our podcast. Just sprinkle on, that smash. On top of the cupcake that is this podcast, there will be some uh, Trix yogurt-style sprinkles. <laughs> and uh, that's what we're working with here. That's the smash part. <laughs> Rest assured, smash fans and listeners, we, we will always have some smash talk. Yes. Uh, in this podcast, and I believe you will find a nice amount in here as well. This episode is our Q1 2019 Nintendo Direct prediction episode. Mm-hmm. Before we get into that, we have some corrections from the previous episode. Okay. Uh, bazookas shoot missiles and rockets. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Video games have done me wrong. Because, in, like, in any video game that you play, think about what you're shooting out of a bazooka. It looks like a cannonball, right? Yeah. Just like a big round ball. No, they're they're like warheads, and I think, like, I think the warheads can be, like, attached to missiles and rockets and put it in the bazooka. Yeah. Wow. I can't believe Donkey Kong 64 fucked with me like that. <laughs> well, you know. Well, I mean, that's a coconut gun. Like, clearly, it's a bazooka. <laughs> I I think maybe the mistake is not on Donkey Kong 64's end. Now specifically, that's why that's where I'm placing the blame. <laughs> no other form of media has uh, misrepresented bazookas besides DK64. Um, if he shoots you, it's gonna hurt. Next correction. Uh, Frisk uses they, them pronouns. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, sorry that I didn't catch that. Okay. Uh, Sean hasn't uh, played too much of Undertale yet, so you didn't get to a part where that was made clear. Right. Um, but I I did not catch you saying that during recording, uh, so uh, that that slipped in. And uh, yeah, sorry. Sorry about that. Also, uh, we last episode was the... Um, the DLC packs episode, much anticipated. Uh-huh. We talked a lot about potential characters. One character I think with potential that mm-hmm. I just forgot to mention is Silux from the Metroid franchise. Right, that guy. Yes, uh, Silux is a recurring antagonist in the Metroid series. Uh, debuted in Hunters, and the the games the games call call Silux a he. Okay, but I I think it's going to be a fake out. I think when I think it's going to be a Samus style fake out. I think when Samus takes, I think when Silex takes off their helmet, it's it's going to be a lady under there. Oh, see, I was, <laughs> I was just like looking at Silex and thinking like, oh, that's their body. <laughs> of course, it's a power suit. Oh, <laughs> they're bounty hunters. It's space. It could be their body. Who fucking knows? Right. But yeah, uh, they are highly teased. To be the main antagonist in Metroid Prime Four, that right. seems to be what they're building up towards, and uh, we'll talk in this episode maybe about when we think Metroid Prime Four will come out. Mm. But suffice it to say, I think that Metroid Prime Four's release could line up 
pretty well with the DLC schedule of Smash Bros. Ultimate. That's the truth. So I guess, uh, do you think that Silex could fill one of our slots? Um, I think it's possible, but I'm not changing any of my predictions. Yeah, same. I like if I were to change. If I were to change anything, I'd change one of my backup slots. Sure. I wouldn't change one of my main slots. Yeah. But yeah, I, I definitely think Silex has potential, and I forgot to mention that. And now we have. Yes. So, Smash Bros. news. The first sprinkling. Right. <laughs> the first sprinkle. Before we get into the direct proper, there is some fun Smash news to share. One bit of Smash news is that the December NPD uh, came in. The day before us recording. Mm-hmm. And here's some stats about how Smash Bros. did in the month of December. Okay. Uh, which was the their first month. That was their launch month. I see. So they sold 3.6 million copies in the United States. Okay. Uh, not including digital sales. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, that mean- I feel as though digital sales must be such a huge number. You know? <laughs> like, I mean, I feel as though that would add so many sales. Right. Uh, it's hard to tell, actually, because... Video game companies still tend to treat digital sales as, like, comparatively negligible. Huh. But it's weird because, like, everyone in this household buys all their games digital. Yeah. I have pretty much everyone I know buys their games digital these days. I was gonna say, I feel as though that's gotta at least be true for, like, people our age. Right. Like, I mean, maybe, you know, like, if if you have a kid and you got them Smash for Christmas, obviously you want them to be able to unwrap it. Yes. Um, But, yeah, I feel as though, you know, the millennial bracket's gotta be buying lots of digital stuff. Yeah. But in any case, not including digital, they were the best-selling game of December 2018. Okay. In the United States, these are all United States stats. Right. The Yeah, so 3.6 million copies, yeah, just in the United States. Uh, it is the best-selling launch month game of all time in the United States. As in, uh, this is the most sales a game has ever made in the history of the NPD on the month that it is released. Wow. Yeah. That's nuts. Yeah. It is also the fifth best-selling game of 2018 overall through the entire year. Wow. The four games that sold better than it are Red Dead Redemption 2, Call of Duty Black Ops 4, uh, NBA 2K19, and Madden 2K19. So really, that means that it's the best-selling fighting game of 2018. Yes. Cool. Yeah. And also, if you sort of exclude sports games, which I feel as though, like, I mean, it's, it is completely fine. And I am not judging you at all if you like sports games, but they do feel kind of separate to me in this weird way from the rest of gaming. You know I, what I mean? I get that. I get that. Uh, and so there's sets in which it's almost like the third best, like normal game or something. <laughs> right. Uh, also, that means that it is, that it outsold god of war yeah and it outsold spider-man yeah spider-man was uh was the sixth best-selling game of 2018 and also uh i i should mention that this is uh this is by dollar sales right um so some games could beat smash bros in units sold for example spider-man went on sale for a little while Uh so it could have technically sold more so this is like right like how much money was made and not how many individual like cartridges if you will were moved yeah okay that makes sense um i do think it's it's either it did sell 3.6 million copies uh-huh. or it made 
3.6 million million dollars or something. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, uh, that 3.6 million figure also means that it has beaten Smash Bros. Brawl's launch sales by over 70%. Brawl being the best-selling game, the best-smelling Smash game, the best-smelling? Brawl being the best-selling Smash game to date before this. That's an insane jump. Yeah. That's cool. Also, as a as an aside, the Nintendo Switch is the best-selling platform of 2018 in both dollar sales and units. Wow. And, uh, and in the month of December, more Nintendo Switches were sold than PS4 and Xbox One combined. Holy shit. Yeah. That's, that's, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, so Nintendo had a good month. Yeah, I think that's fair to say. Yeah, Nintendo had a really good month, and uh, that's cool. Smash Bros. is a really good, really popular game. So welcome all <laughs> you people that bought Smash Bros. and want to listen to a podcast about it. Yeah. We're here. Here we are. We've been here for yeah. a while. Yeah, we got a backlog. It's all very obsolete now. <laughs> but apparently still pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'd like to think so. But yeah, I, I thought that was all very cool and worth mentioning. Yeah. Another thing that is even cooler and more worth mentioning is that Sakurai did a little interview and he dropped some tidbits, some info oh. about uh, about some of his decision-making processes for the roster. And, uh, and three fun facts that he dropped in this interview are, uh, first, Decidueye was almost the new playable Pokemon instead of Incineroar. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, he didn't really go into why he picked Incineroar instead of Decidueye, uh-huh. but uh, I think, I think personally that some of my reasoning for why I didn't predict Decidueye in our Pokemon episode uh, might have contributed. Okay. Those those reasons being that everyone was predicting Decidueye. <laughs> Decidueye was already a playable character in Pokémon Tournament, uh-huh. and an additional reason I could think of is he could he just had a more fun move set in mind for Incineroar than he did Decidueye. I think that all makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, uh, everyone who predicted Decidueye, you were close. The, there's a timeline <laughs> somewhere where that did happen. Uh-huh. Also, Zelda's Super Smash Bros. Ultimate design is an amalgamation of her Link to the Past and a Link Between World designs. Uh-huh. Uh, there was there was a Smash Direct that said that it was her Link Between Worlds design, uh-huh. but her Link Between Worlds design is a bit different. Right. So they took elements from Link to the Past and put it in the Zelda design and sort of made a combination. That's cool. Yeah. I like her design. I, I'm sure I've said this before, but I do like her design in, in Ultimate, by the yeah, way. Yeah, she, uh, I think she's the best looking version of Zelda that has been in Smash Bros. Yes. My favorite aesthetic for Zelda ever is the way she looks in Skyward Sword. That's a really great Zelda design. Yeah. yeah. Um, But also, I think I have a soft spot for her as a character in that game. Yeah, that too. I I love all the characters in Skyward Sword. <laughs> That's uh, right. Yeah, it's great. Uh, Groose was robbed by being a spirit and not an assist trophy, by the way. I feel you. Just want to get that out there. Or at least a stage hazard. You know, like right? he should have showed up and shot his cannon. Yeah, yeah. I'm upset. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Finally... Um, ARMS and Xenoblade 2 characters did not get in because of poor timing. Okay. Like, they, they came out a little too late 
in Sakurai's development schedule. Right. And that is why they got assist trophies and, and costumes and spirits and stuff. It kind of fell by the wayside in terms of playable representation. They Their games just came out too late. That's a shame. Yeah. Do you think that Sakurai saying that also means that neither of those will be DLC uh, uh, picks? I think ARMS is kind of out because Springman is an assist trophy, and uh-huh. I don't see him doubling up. And yeah, I ultimately think that Xenoblade 2 just has, like, just bad timing, you know? Uh, because, yeah. like, the game came out too late to be included in the base game, but too early to be relevant for the DLC uh, yeah. schedule. Like, I, I just feel as though, like, he wouldn't have mentioned those games in this interview if he was making DLC characters of them. Fair. You know what I mean? Yeah, we don't know how old that interview is. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, That's true. But but I do... I do Ultimately, more or less agree, yeah. Ultimately? We don't have to make that pun every time. Ultimately? <laughs> Ultimate is a word. <laughs> I'm going to Ultimate's use... Ultimate's a word? I didn't know that. That's smashing. All right, brother, let's have a super podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I need to be smashed to do this with you. <laughs> All right, so that's the news, which means that here on A Smashing Theory, we like to talk Smash Bros, and we like to talk theories. We like <laughs> we like to make predictions about things. That's true. And uh, and this time, we're talking whatever Nintendo Direct we get next. So here's the thing. Uh, this is interesting, because this is the first time we've done one of these without having a confirmation that it's actually happening. <laughs> right. Uh, so we're actually kind of already making a bold prediction. Well, maybe not bold. But we're already making a prediction that has the potential to not come true, which is that there will be a Nintendo Direct in the first quarter. Right. Uh, like, and I guess I should say, I think there will be a an all-purpose Nintendo Direct, one that, you know... One where Nintendo makes several announcements right. of a variety of co- topics. Yeah, like and multiple not... franchises are covered. Huh? Multiple franchises are covered, as opposed to it just being like, hey, here's a uh, Luigi's Mansion Direct. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I think we'll get a general one and not like a focused one. Yeah. However, Reggie, if you're listening, if you feel like doing an entire Direct, like 45 <laughs> minutes devoted entirely to Luigi's Mansion 3, all I'm saying is... I would be fine with that. <laughs> I wouldn't care if our prediction got fucked up. Please tell me about Luigi's Mansion 3 <laughs> for 45 minutes. Thank you. Signed, Sean. So I guess the first thing we should predict is when we generally think this direct is going to happen. Okay. you have any thoughts? I think that it is going to be announced within the next month, and it will happen... Within the next two months. <laughs> I have no evidence to support this assertion. <laughs> well, first of all, whenever Nintendo announces a Direct, they th- that Direct happens, like, within three days. I'm covering my bases. <laughs> uh, what do you think? So, so, a lot of people thought it would happen, like, already, right? Yeah. Like, a couple weeks ago already. And not only did... It not happened, but, like, Nintendo just drops some news randomly. It's like, yeah. hey, Dragon's Dogma Dark Arisen is coming to the Switch. Uh, here's the release dates for Yoshi's Crafted World and Kirby's Epic Yarn, which we'll talk about shortly. And on top of that, 
today, the day we're recording this, Nintendo v did an indie highlights video. Ah. Um, with some cool stuff in there. Uh, release date for Wargroove, which I'm looking forward to. Uh-huh. And uh, a new game in the Steam World Dig franchise got announced. Okay. Like an RPG with a card battle system. I do like those things. Yeah, I'm, I'm a fan of those things. Yeah, together. it's it's called Steam World Quest, and I'm I'm paying attention. Yeah, I was gonna say that will be the first time that I've cared about the Steam World franchise through no fault of their own. It's just like you hear about it a lot. You're like, oh, okay, Steam World Dig. <laughs> and if you're me, that's what you're like. Yeah, Sean. Uh, out of the two of us, Sean is the more apathetic about indie games. Yes. I, I look into them way more. Uh, one has to be, like, except, like especially remarkable for Sean to pay attention to it. <laughs> that is true. Um, As an aside, Katana Zero, exceptional. Looking forward to it. Coming out soon. Gonna be great. Listen to the soundtrack on Spotify already. <laughs> real, real good. Of course you did, yeah. So, with that all in mind, I don't think we're getting a Direct this month. I could okay. I could see it happen next week, but I think it's more going to be in the first half of February. Okay. I'm just going to throw a date out there. Okay. That date is February 12th. Hmm. It's a Tuesday. Uh-huh. We, get, we do get Directs on Tuesdays sometimes. Sure. My basis for this, first of all... Nintendo's going to need to tell us their spring release slate. The soonest we will find out about a Nintendo game's release date is two months in advance. Okay. Right? That Like, that's the shortest period that we will right, wait. Right, right. Um, which means that I'm guessing Nintendo's going to start releasing games in April. Okay. Uh, which means that February is the longest they can wait to tell us about those games. I see. And I don't think they're going to just slap some release dates onto the internet again. Sure. And on top of that, I'm saying the 12th specifically because actually uh, the date I'm thinking is February 14th. Okay. Yeah, let me just give a range, actually. The range February 12th to, to February 14th. Okay. I can see them not doing the 14th because that's Valentine's Day. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. But, uh... <laughs> Hello. Welcome to our Valentine's Day Nintendo Direct. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the reason I think we're we're getting it somewhere in that range is because the Piranha Plant Amiibo is hitting store shelves on February 15th, 2019. Uh... So I think Nintendo is going to have to give us some kind of statement on when we're getting Piranha Plant before then. Okay. And the best place to do that would be a Direct where they're making several other announcements. Uh, especially when you combine that with the fact that they'll need to tell us about their April games in February. Sure. Like, it, I, I think that just makes sense. Like, a a February 12th, 13th, 14th-ish direct. Okay. That's my guess. Cool. I think that's a good guess. Lines right up with my own guess, which is that it will be announced within the next month, and it will happen within the next two. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> when you're right uh we we can throw a party cool <laughs> because... yeah good hurrah sean's <laughs> prediction maybe we'll both be right but i have a higher likelihood of being right correct <laughs> <laughs> uh so uh we're going to start with our nintendo direct predictions 
And uh, we're going to do our non-Smash related predictions first, and right. then follow up with our Smash related predictions. Got to save the best for last. Got to eat your green beans before you have your apple pie. That's right. Yeah, that's fucking right. So, first for our non-Smash predictions, um, Nintendo tends to pepper throughout their direct additional support sure. for games that are already out. As funny, there there have been a lot of directs over the last year that have had like. Here's here's some new Odyssey content. Here's right. Here's Xenoblade Two stuff. Uh-huh. And I think both of those games are basically done getting meaningful content. Yeah. Especially Xenoblade Two. I think. Yeah, we got torn out of the Golden Country. Yeah, you know, yeah, and that's fine. Yeah, Monolith Soft is done with Xenoblade Two now. They've made a shitload of cool updates to Xenoblade, and yeah. uh and yeah, I'm I'm ready. I think everyone is ready for them to move on to their next project fully. Agreed. However, there are there are some things that they released recently that I could see getting updates and and DLC and stuff. Okay. The first is the is the most obvious one I think, and that is the continuation of Mario Tennis Aces DLC. Woohoo! Uh, they did state that they're uh, they're going to continue adding stuff to Mario Tennis Aces until June. Nice. Twenty nineteen. Right. So I think this direct they're they're going to just mention some some upcoming DLC characters and and maybe a new mode or something. What's your dream DLC character for Mario Tennis Aces? My dream DLC character? Yeah. No realism required. Tatanga from Super Mario Land. Oh. Oh yeah, yeah. The uh-huh. alien. Yeah. Okay. That's, I, that's good. Yeah, he's he's a neat little deep cut. I always kind of like it when he gets referenced. Nice. Yeah. What's your dream character? I I don't know who's in the game. Uh <laughs> So I'm just going to throw this out there, Professor Egad. He's not in the game. There you go. That's really good. I do have some more realistic-ish predictions for like three characters that could get announced. Go for it. Uh Kamek Okay. Is playable is has been seen in the story mode, but is not playable yet. Ah. Some characters that were in story mode but not playable, like Blooper and PD Piranha, are now playable characters. I see. Uh, so I think Kamek. Okay. Um, one of the rabbit enemy people from Mario Odyssey. Oh, one of those okay. rabbit henchmen. Uh huh. And either Dixie Kong or King K. Rule. Nice. Yeah. I'm going to throw in another one that I don't think is going to happen. Uh, Banjo and Kazooie as one guest character from Rare. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely not. Why not? <laughs> because if if Microsoft is going to give Nintendo a guest character, it's going to be to Smash. They can't do both? I I doubt it. I like, I don't know. When, when you see people doing guest characters... Uh-huh. Like, it's not like we're going to give this guest character to two Nintendo games. You know, it's always like you you don't see Spawn showing up in Injustice and Mortal Kombat. Maybe they just, like, couldn't get him into Smash. They were like, fuck, what else can we do? I know. <laughs> Mario Tennis <laughs> Aces. If Minecraft Steve is in Smash Bros. and Banjo-Kazooie is in Mario Tennis Aces... That's not that, what I mean, to yeah. be clear. Okay. What I mean is, like... Sakurai is like, look, I'm sorry, there's just no way we can put any Microsoft character into this game. <laughs> um, so they're like, listen, Nintendo, where else can we put a character? Right. It's funny, though. I think 
I think the scenario didn't mean might be the more likely one. Like, Microsoft and Nintendo have a deal. They put a Microsoft character into Smash Bros. Ultimate, but it's Minecraft Steve. Uh They still really want to put Banjo in something, (laughs) so they put him in Mario Tennis Aces for some reason. God, you know what? If the way to get Banjo-Kazooie in Mario Tennis Aces is to have Minecraft Steve in Smash, I don't want Banjo-Kazooie <laughs> to be in Mario Tennis Aces. I want him to be in Smash. And I want Minecraft Steve to fuck off. Forever. <laughs> moving on. Mo- moving on. Uh, Nintendo Online. I think they'll have some Nintendo Online talk in the new Direct. One fun note. Someone datamined the Nintendo Online, like, NES app recently. Uh-huh. Found some Super Nintendo games in there. Uh, mm. Roughly, like, 20 different Super Nintendo games. A lot of pretty cool, notable ones. So, I think it's safe to say that they will be adding Super Nintendo games to the service. Okay. I do not think it's going to happen within the next three months. Okay. I think that's an announcement they're saving for E3. Okay. E3, they will, they will roll out... Uh, the Super Nintendo part of the service and just immediately dump like a good chunk of games on there. Nice. Uh from the Super Nintendo library. Uh but until then I think we're still getting that trickle of two or three NES games. Okay. But maybe maybe they'll mention what the February games are going to be in their direct. Sure. And maybe one of the February games will be kind of cool. I'm I'm kind of bummed because now a precedent has been set as of January. Uh January got three games not counting uh, special games that are sort of tweaked versions right. of games already on the service. Uh, got three games in Japan and two games in the, in the States. Uh, both regions got Blaster Master and Zelda 2. Okay. Both, both quality titles. Right. And Japan only got Joy Mac Fight. That's right. Yeah, that bums me out a bit. Like, I, I feel like, especially because it's easy-ish enough to do the whole region-free <laughs> thing on the right. Switch and get a Japanese account, I feel like they should just put Joy Mech Fight on the US version of the app and be like, hey, this is in Japanese. Mm-hmm. You can play it if you want, but it's in Japanese. Yeah, just add like a little Japanese flag to the corner of the cartridge. And yeah. Then, you know, you yeah. Know, yeah. There's no harm in that at all. Yeah. I, I guess it makes the menu look weird because the menu is like a bunch of NES boxes. Uh, and then you have like a like a rectangle Famicom box next <laughs> to it. I guess that'd be a little awkward. But I don't care. Same. <laughs> Here's another hot cue for you. Q means question. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> that was completely unnecessary aside. Um, any Super Nintendo game gets added, which one is your number one? Oh man, I was prepared for the any NES game gets added. Uh do both. Okay. My any any <laughs> that's that's a fucking my any <laughs> NES game. Uh it's like yodeling. Yeah. My If I were to pick any Nintendo Entertainment System title yes. to be added to the service, it would be Little Samson. <laughs> little Little Samson, also known as Lickle in Japan. <laughs> I'm not making this up. I don't think you are. <laughs> That's what's great about this. Is uh is a game made by Taito. Back when they were their own company. Okay. Uh, they're owned by Square Enix now. And and it's just the coolest, most underrated platformer uh-huh. I've I've ever seen. Like, basically, you're a little boy named Samson, like, on an adventure. 
and you join forces with a dragon, a golem, and a mouse. Ah. And and you, each level, you get to switch between those four characters on the fly, and they all have different abilities. Okay. Uh, the mouse can climb on walls. The dragon ah. can like shoot fire, and uh, the, the golem I think can like walk on spikes and stuff. Okay. Um, and also is big and strong, and like they all have different HP counts. Like the golem has the biggest HP count. Okay. Samson's kind of in the middle. The mouse can take two hits before dying. Little Samson is a cool ass game. It sounds cool. It's one of the first games I've seen with cutscenes. Huh. Uh, none of them are voiced, or you know, none none of them have text or di- or dialogue. Uh-huh. You just sort of uh, see like the characters interacting with scenes, like communicating with body language. Sure, sort know? of like the Sonic the Hedgehog cutscenes. Like, yes, in the, in yes. The original Sega games. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. now it's like, wow, chili dogs. Oh no, the darkness. <laughs> <laughs> Chaos! <laughs> the darkness. Sora shows up. There's uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 has a new Sonic the Hedgehog world. Donald, D- Disney Goofy, bottom on the download. Sonic! <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, Sora! <laughs> the way you handle the darkness is way past <laughs> fucked up. So... <laughs> Uh, my Super Nintendo game. <laughs> oh. uh, maybe Kirby's Dream Land Three. That's a good call. Yeah. What What are What are your picks? Um, I don't know the NES library super well, mm-hmm. but the pick off the top of my head that I thought of would be Castlevania Three. Okay, nice. Because there's a pirate in that named Grant Dynasty, and you can play as him if you want to. Cool. And I just think that's great. Yeah. Why Why would you not want to get Dynasty? That's what I'm saying. Um, my Super Nintendo pick would be Clock Tower. Okay. I just think it's a really cool game, and it would add kind of, you know, a genre to that library that isn't represented. Horror. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, I just think that's, like, a really neat kind of early horror game and a really solidly made point and click. That is really cool. It didn't get an official English release, right? I think it has since, but hmm. not for the SNES. Okay. Like, there's been, like, a port or something, you know, where it's been translated. Gotcha. But even if Japan got it, you know, good good on you guys. Have fun. Cool. All right. Um, <laughs> and also put it in the United States one, in the English one. Put it yeah, in there. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Reggie. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, yeah, so, basically, I think Nintendo Online is not going to be super remarkable for a while still. Yeah. But Nintendo's going to try to talk it up anyway. Yeah, and, you know, they're growing. Mm -hmm. Uh, After a while, I can definitely see that service as just having, like, a lot of really cool games on it. Oh, yeah, Um, yeah. And I'm down for that future. Me too. Uh, Finally, Super Mario Party came out recently, last October. Um, Woohoo, dice! I I think maybe if they just release, like, some free boards for it or something. Maybe, like... Just like, hey, here's 20 new mini games for free. <laughs> uh-huh. I, I think Super Mario Party is kind of that tier of Nintendo game where I could see that happening. Okay. But yeah, that's that's basically it. Do you think that there's a there's a currently released Nintendo game besides Smash, which we'll talk about later? Sure. That you think could see you could see getting more content. Not that I can really think of offhand. I yeah, think those, those are good uh, good guesses. Yeah, me too. So let's uh, slip into our upcoming. Game suit. Okay. 
And uh, I love and, that suit. Yeah, and and tweak our confirmed 2019 releases cummerbund. It's fitted really nicely. It's got some. It's got a breast pocket. You can put <laughs> your phone in there. What more can you want out of a suit? That's a really nice suit. Thanks. It has <laughs> pockets. pockets. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, honestly, like 90 percent of like the uh, blazers and suit jackets that I've worn, the pockets are like sewn. You know? Oh, oh yeah. So that really is kind of a thing. Yeah, but if you do like a seam ripper, right, then it'll... Yeah, that makes me nervous, though. Taking anything <laughs> sharp to expensive clothing, it's like, mm-hmm, I, don't, I don't think I can do this. I, I, I so don't you, have the expertise. So you just, you just have several blazers with sewn pockets. Yeah, I just put stuff in my pants pockets. <laughs> I is... still have two more top pockets than most dresses. <laughs> that, that is so you. Uh... I love you, Sean. Thank you, Daniel. <laughs> uh, it's not that funny. So. No, it's not. <laughs> uh, so, confirmed 2019 releases, uh, starting with a couple 3DS games. Okay. Uh, the first being Yokai Watch 3. All right. Uh, coming out February 9th. So, by my estimate, Yokai Watch 3 will already be out. Okay. By the time this direct airs. But either way, I think they'll basically just be like, hey, Yokai Watch 3 is out. Uh, <laughs> like, right. you know. Here's Reggie dancing again. <laughs> <laughs> have uh, have some Yokai Watch 3 content, and maybe they'll, at least in the Japanese direct, use that as an opportunity to talk about Yokai Watch 4 coming out. Right. Soon. Soon, oh. the Yokai Watch Three came out. Well, in America, I yeah, think, right, yeah, right. <laughs> Just imagining, like, you know, Yokai Watch Three came out in February 9th. Yeah, Yokai Watch Four is coming out March first. <laughs> Get yeah. ready. And actually, yeah, that, that doesn't make too much sense now that I think about it because Japan's not going to talk about Yokai Watch Three. It's been out there for over a year. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, either way, I could see the American direct having Yokai Watch Three. And the Japanese direct having Yokai Watch Four, right? Just just separately. Yeah, I can I can see that happening. Kirby's Extra Epic Yarn is coming out March eighth for the 3DS. Okay, which is uh, which is Kirby's Epic Yarn with you know some added extra. content, yeah, with extra. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And and yeah, I think they'll just bring that up again. Maybe maybe mention a new feature. Right. Poochie. Here, here's here's another game. In our stable of games where characters are made out of craft materials for some reason. <laughs> Yoshi's Crafted World. Ah, another one. <laughs> Fuck. Pretty soon it'll be like Fire Emblem. Paper mache. Yoshi's Crafted. Super Mario Clay. Well, actually, that's just Super Mario RPG. That's yeah, yes it is. <laughs> no, no. One of my favorite games is a weird craft universe game. Damn it. I'm fucked. Why? <laughs> because now I've bought into this thing that I hate accidentally <laughs> oh, yeah. a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, you do hate that for some reason. I just think it's weird. I don't understand why it's a thing. I don't understand why you don't just cut your blazer pockets open, but here we are. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand why you're a dickhead. <laughs> why do they sew the blazer pockets shut in the first place? I, it's like, I'm not a 
Blazer scientist. I can't answer that for you. Uh. Like here, here is your brand new PS4 controller. But first, we put a lock around it. Have fun picking the lock before you play your game. And fuck you. Side Sean Layton. I. I think it's to like you know like keep the pockets fresh or whatever. <laughs> yeah, hey man, listen, I get this suit. It's got the freshest pockets. This is the least funny thing we've talked about that we find hilarious. It's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck were we talking about? Yoshi's crap. <laughs> That's right. So <laughs> what about Yoshi's Crafted <laughs> World, Daniel? <laughs> Yoshi's Crafted World uh, comes out March 29th. It is not called Yoshi's On Board, which I predicted. That was good. Yeah, yeah. I, st- I still think it should be called that. Um, Treehouse got to snap you up. Right? And uh, and yeah, I think they'll... They recently, when the release date, did a story mode trailer. Right. I think uh, I think we'll, we'll get some something, some more Yoshi information. Like maybe uh maybe amiibo functionality or something. Okay, I'm sure they'll they'll talk about the game more somehow. Um, <laughs> right, prior maybe, release. Yeah, maybe maybe this is where they mention Nintendo Labo support. Uh-huh. Uh Although obviously now I, back when I first made that prediction, I thought that like the game would basically be based around using Labo right. technology. But obviously here would be kind of a bonus feature that isn't important to the rest of the game. Yeah, if it is after all in. And uh, and I'd say I'd I'd rate that a maybe. Okay. Yeah. Finally, our our last game on the list with the release window, Fire Emblem Three Houses. Yes. Comes out spring twenty nineteen. Whatever that means. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, so I I think I think the next Nintendo Direct is going to have a Three Houses blowout. It's really going to give us a bunch of media info on Fire Emblem Three Houses. It's going nice. to <laughs> instead of having like some diehard fans really pick apart that three minute trailer and somehow come up with like three hours worth of information. Uh, like Nintendo was actually going to explicitly tell us about the game's features, about the game's characters, right? Uh, and then give us an official release date. I'm going to say that Fire Emblem Three Houses is going to be a May 2019 release in the states. Okay. Or potentially something like April in Japan, June in America. Right, right. Yeah. I could even see something like it's coming out somewhere between March and June in Japan, but it slipped back to like August in America. <laughs> please, Nintendo, <laughs> please. I yeah. want the crests. <laughs> uh, I, th- I think I will, just just so I have a concrete prediction, I think I will say June. Okay. June 2019 for Fire Emblem Three Houses. Cool. But I could see us getting it as early as May. I hope as, we do. And as late as August. <laughs> I hope we don't. <laughs> That's the summer, Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> and as we know, Nintendo never delays Gotta anything. Gotta keep the promises. <laughs> They've actually overall been pretty good about releasing games around when they say they will for the Switch generation of games. Really... Fire Emblem has been the one time I can think of so far where they're like, it's coming out 2018. No, <laughs> spring 2019. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, we'll see. Up next, Damon X Machina. Yeah. 
So yeah, I I just got the vibe that this game's going to come out soon, right? Okay. I think Damon X Machina will get kind of some details. Maybe they'll toss a feature at us that we don't know about yet. Right. Um, maybe they'll shadow drop a demo. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Or like a beta or something. <laughs> shadow drop the game. <laughs> well, you barely know anything about Damon X Machina, but now you'll find out all you want to know when you buy it today. <laughs> I think Damon X Machina is going to be an April 2019 release. Nice. Yeah. That's a birthday territory. Right. Uh, Sean and I both have our birthdays in April. That's true. Uh, I'm the 16th. Sean's the 30th. That's true. Whose birthday do you think Damon X Machina will release closer to? Ooh. If it comes out in April, I feel like yours. Mm, I'm going to say yours. Oh, okay. Uh, because if I'm wrong and it comes out in May, I automatically win. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the the price is right. <laughs> yeah. I'm uh, going to make a bold prediction that I think is going to be wrong. Damon X Machina is going to release on your birthday specifically. <laughs> <laughs> April 16th. April 16th. Uh, what What is April 16th? I don't know. There's no thought put into this. No, I, I know. I know, Sean. <laughs> okay bitch it's a tuesday okay i don't know i'm being so rude to you this this episode you don't yeah this. it's like when a tailor sews your pockets shut and you're just like what the fuck do i do what an asshole why did he do that that's what it's like <laughs> this running gag is not worth it uh, and yet here we are so yeah if it's a tuesday i'd I'd make your prediction that it would come out on the 19th. It's a Nintendo likes to release first party games on on Fridays. Okay. Yeah. Not changing it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. I guess there's a chance that they self that the third party making this just self publishes and release it on a Tuesday. That's what's happening, man. All right. That's a bold prediction. I know. So next game is Town, mm-hmm. the little game freak title right where you you're like in an rpg town right yeah 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 yeah. and this i see being like a shadow drop game i can see them being like and you can download it on the eShop today yeah i can definitely see that uh like it's like town has a new name in the states where town is called town titans now (laughs) and you can download it tonight town titans (laughs) (laughs) when there's trouble you are in a town. <laughs> town Titans! <laughs> <laughs> we didn't put thought into renaming this. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, that's that's what I think. Alternately, I could see it being a spring release for the eShop. So here's how this is going to go down. They're going to say, Town is getting a, a name change for its English release. Here it is. It's now an acronym that stands for Towns Out When Now. <laughs> Download it right now. <laughs> Perfect. Of course. I'm glad I have you on board to make these really good and sensible predictions. Thanks, man. That's not a prediction. <laughs> I, I I don't think Reggie's going to show up on the podcast and say the thing I just said. <laughs> I may not cut my pockets open, but I'm not an idiot. (laughs) I'm sorry for bringing that up. I'm sorry. 
We can move on now. I'm sorry. Oh, well, you shit. know, they say comedy and stupid things both come in threes. <laughs> We're at like joke number 17 on the pockets thing. Well, you know, um, once I get up to 18, then it will be a multiple of three. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Luigi's Mansion 3. Hey, 3. Um, yes, I love this game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I don't... I'm assuming I'll love this game, because yeah. I loved the first two. Yeah, I I think Luigi's Mansion 3 will get some more details, but it'll be more like a summer or fall 2019 game. October 31st. Oh, that's perfect, actually. Yeah. Yeah, they, they're going to say fall 2019... And then it's going to come out around Halloween, uh-huh. which is a which is a release date they'll nail down more at E3. Sure, yeah, that's that's actually really good. I didn't it's, even think of that. That's the first sensible thing I said. <laughs> <All night. laughs> well, you had to start sometime, and uh, now uh, it'll only continue. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, and then, uh, and then the next two are, are games that uh, that I think are a bit more. Like obviously we we know we know even less about them than Luigi's <laughs> Mansion Three. Uh-huh. The first one is Animal Crossing, right? Which at this point we know that Tom Nook is going to be in it. Yeah, that's, that's the thing we know about it. Yeah, I'm really excited for this. I I could see it being like a holiday release. Okay, but something makes me feel like it's going to come out significantly sooner than that. Hmm. I I think they're going to talk a little about Animal Crossing in the next direct. And not give all the details, but give enough. Okay. And tell us that it's coming out summer 2019. Nice. And I think it'll come out September at the latest, which does count as summer for Nintendo. <laughs> right. But I could even see it being like a July game. I'm down for that. Yeah, me too. Ring in the uh, Independence Day by playing some Animal Crossing. Yeah. Probably belatedly. I'm assuming it's not coming out on July 4th. Right. But yeah, man, I'm I'm really looking forward to that game. What What is a new feature for animal crossing that you'd want to be in there Ooh, man that's a really good question um <laughs> cooking classes with isabel <laughs> that's it's, it's like some kind of like cooking mama style mini game where you're like having a friendly competition with her interesting and uh, if you beat her you win uh I don't know, probably something, like, cute but insignificant, which seems to be what happens in Animal Crossing. Right, yeah. Right? Like a hot dog-shaped trophy or something. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wow, you did really great, Mr. Mayor. Have a hot dog trophy. <laughs> <laughs> the way that... Daniel, he kind of like looked down. I'm assuming he was just looking at his notes, but it looked like he's really like, have a hot dog trophy. Oh, I am a dog. <laughs> uh, what Animal Crossing feature do you want? And I, I don't know. Um, I know, like I, I led you to that question, but uh, I think this isn't really a feature. But I just hope we get at least ten new KK Slider songs. Yeah, that sounds good to me. Yeah. Also, I want the dialogue to be meaningful again. Nice. So, like, I guess a little bit of context is that recent Animal Crossing games, like, you know, there, there's a lot of really cute dialogue. But in the older Animal Crossing games, like the first Animal Crossing and Animal Crossing Wild World, uh-huh. uh, there would be just, like, a lot of unique dialogue for every character 
and some characters would just have arcs. Right, like, like the Able Sisters, right? Have. Yeah, like the Able Sisters. Like you can go there's this shy there's this shy porcupine <laughs> uh who works at a clothing store named Sable. And basically she refuses to talk to you when you first start shopping at her store. But if you talk to her every day, she opens up to you a little more each uh-huh. day. And the newer games have this. Uh, you know, like if you talk to her for a week, then she'll be friendly to you at the end of the week. Right. But in older Animal Crossing games, she would like tell you like what she's worried about and she'd tell you about <laughs> the friendship she used to have with Tom Nook and uh-huh. they've grown apart over the years. And like she'd like just muse about like life and her place in it just allowed <laughs> to you because she's that comfortable with you now. And like the the game no longer has ridiculous dialogue moments like that, and I really miss them. I can see why. Um. So, uh. So yeah, put that in Animal Crossing Switch. It'll be the game of the year 2019. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> Finally, Pokemon 2019. Yeah. So we know nothing about this, and I don't think we're going to know anything about this at the end of the next Nintendo Direct. Okay. Here's what I think could happen. We get that Nintendo Direct early mid February 2019. Right. And they mention Pokemon and then they say as you know, we are releasing a new Pokemon game uh sometime in 2019. If you'd like to know more information about this Pokemon game, stay tuned for our Pokemon Direct at the end of February. Okay. Because here's what I think Pokemon loves doing directs on their anniversary. They love doing directs on February 28th or 27th. 27th, I think. They just love giving information for new Pokemon stuff around then. So I think we're getting a Pokemon direct at the end of February. And they might announce it at... They might announce the announcement. uh, (laughs) Yeah, they, they might announce the Pokemon direct at the general Nintendo direct. Just get people anticipating it. Okay. Here's how I would do that announcement if I were Nintendo. Okay. I'd be like, you know, okay, as you know, there's a new Pokemon game coming out this year. Uh, and then say, like, here's a sneak preview or something. Not, not a sneak preview, but uh, mm-hmm. basically, you know how the opening of Pokemon Red and Blue is like a Nidoran and a Gengar fighting? Uh-huh. I would do kind of a remake of that, but with two brand new Pokemon we haven't seen before. Okay. And then right as they're charging at each <clears throat> other, it fades to white. You know, Pokemon subtitle of game tune in february 28th for more details hmm yeah that's way more information than nintendo would ever get absolutely ain't happening yeah but that would be cool that's how i do it here's here's something i think is a compromise between our two pitches okay and something that's a little more in character for nintendo like they'll be like as you know a new pokemon game is coming out in 2019 here's pikachu pikachu's excited about it and it like <laughs> about pikachu shows up and waves it's like oh did Pikachu bring a friend? And you uh, and you see the top of the head of one of the new Pokemon, <laughs> and Pikachu then pushes the Pokemon's head down, so we don't see all of it. Okay. Uh, well, I guess they're a little shy. Maybe we'll meet them at the end of February 2019. And then at the end of February 2019, my shit happens. <laughs> <laughs> we don't get any information besides. I mean, that's the opening, you know. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's how the stream starts. And okay. Like, By okay, the way, cool. this is taking place in a continent that's modeled after Antarctica. It's all ice Pokemon, and you freeze to death if you stay outside. Pokemon nice. Frost and Pokemon Snow. <laughs> 
<laughs> Maybe this is a great time to mention. I really want to do an episode where you just predict what the next what the deal with upcoming Pokemon stuff this year There's is going to no be. There's no point in doing an episode anymore <laughs> because you've just laid out your entire legitimate prediction. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, you used the word legitimate in there, so I am going to have to say no. But you know, I had you going for a second. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> clearly. Yeah, I uh, I'd I'd really like to do like just a Pokemon 2019 prediction episode. I like that idea. Uh, so I I think we we will do that soon. Cool. So that's all the stuff confirmed for 2019. There's a couple of there's a couple of Nintendo announcements on the horizon. The big one, of course, being Metroid Prime Four. <laughs> it's just like we see the title screen again. There's an extra star. It says coming 2022, and then it ends. So here's what I think. Metroid Prime 4 is coming out in 2019. Okay. That's what I think. Um, I'm not sure whether this is the direct where they talk about it. Right. I could see them waiting until E3, giving Metroid Prime 4 a big blowout and a holiday 2019 release date. Okay. However, I could also see them, like, give Metroid Prime 4, like, a trailer here right and be like Metroid 4 is coming out holiday 2019 stay tuned to e3 for more details okay but I, I'm, I'm feeling it i'm feeling that this is metroid prime 4's year my dream is just that like at the end of this direct we just get like 10 minutes of shit about metroid prime 4 yeah just like that being kind of like the big you know reveal uh-huh but i'm not predicting that yeah i i uh i doubt we will get more than three minutes of Metroid Prime 4. Okay. But I think we could get up to three minutes of Metroid Prime 4. <laughs> it's it's just, it starts over the black screen, and it's three minutes of stars winking into existence. <laughs> and then, Metroid Prime 4, <laughs> coming in 2022, and that's it. <laughs> yes, great, good. And finally, Bayonetta 3, I think is still a ways off. Yeah. I guess we could hear about it this year. But if we do, I don't think we'll hear about it at this Direct. Okay. What I can see happening is Bayonetta 3 will get some kind of trailer at E3 oh. uh, with a 2020 release date announcement. Okay. I'm fine with that because I'm not invested in that franchise. I think I could be. Right. I just haven't played any of it. Yeah, like, seems like a cool franchise, but yeah, we haven't really touched Bayonetta yeah. at all. So yeah, that that's everything we know about. Right. For Nintendo. Now to talk about the thing we're best at, things we don't know about. <laughs> hey, you know, actually when it comes to Nintendo Direct stuff, we've we've had a not awful track record with predicting what okay. they're going to talk about. Um, generally, we kind of get some of the specifics wrong, uh, but we, we get some stuff right. For example, the last Direct, uh-huh. I called that they would announce... Uh, New Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe. Uh, I thought it would be like a November 2018 release date, but it was a January 2019 release date. Right. Either way, I'd say that's not too bad. That was pretty good. Yeah. I mean, I don't think the game is good, but good prediction. (laughs) So yeah, let's let's talk about some potential first-party announcements. So what we always do first is we talk about what Wii slash Wii U ports we think we could get announced at this Direct. Right. Here's something... I'm so confident about it, I will say that this will happen. Oh. Uh, by the end of this year, uh-huh. we will get an announcement of a wonderful 101 port. Okay. I don't... I, I'm not as confident about it being this exact direct, uh-huh. but I feel like it could be this direct. Okay. 
like yeah wonder wonderful 101 like you know dx maybe they call it wonderful 102 and like <laughs> add some content sure is something we get in april or may uh, i'll say may cool I, I just, I feel as though I've had that thought so many times since the Switch came out that now it doesn't feel as though it's actually less likely, mm. but I can't have the same confidence that I once did No, I, I get that. I get that, yeah. But uh, I think that's a good call. Yeah. Okay, actually, let, yeah, let me move some stuff around in my head. Um, Wonderful 101 port, April. Damon X Machina, May. Ah. Fire Emblem, Fire Emblem Three Houses, June. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, I, I, it's gotta, it's gotta happen by the end of this year. I feel like Wonderful One Hundred One Port Platinum is just really tight with Nintendo. Right. There are rumors that they're making multiple games for Nintendo, hmm. and I feel like one of them is probably that Wonderful One Hundred One Port. Okay. Some other port thoughts. Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles X HD. I really hope we get an announcement of that sometime this year. That would be nice. I'd really like to revisit that game in a way that doesn't involve me dusting off our Wii U. <laughs> and not being able to play it online. Right. It's yeah. so dusty, and it can't internet. <laughs> well... I mean, the Wii U can, yeah, but, you know, but that X, game cannot. Yeah, it no longer can. Yeah, I think it'd be a really great decision. I don't know how likely it is. I feel like we probably won't see it at this Direct specifically. I could see that being an E3 Direct thing. Okay. Right. Well, that, that'd be so nice. Yeah, I'd be great. I'd really, I'd really like that. And chiefly, I don't think they were going to hear about Monolith Soft's new game right. just yet. I could see them announcing that, like, fall 2019 okay. for early sometime in 2020. I think Monolith Soft's next big game is going to be a 2020 game. Okay. So Xenoblade X would be a great way to wait for that to come out. Yes. But yeah, I how, how are you feeling? Do you, do you think, if you had to say it will happen or it won't happen, which would you say? Um, at this direct or in this year? Let's say in this year. I think it'll happen. Okay, cool, nice. That 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 gives that gives me a little a little more faith. Cool. Um, hmm. Yeah, I don't know about this direct though. Yeah, not me neither. Yeah, I I do think that the 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 beginning of the year directs are always like they always have like a couple like big cool announcements, but are generally a bit more low key than what Nintendo does for the rest of the year. Yeah. So I feel like. We won't get a Xenoblade X announcement yet, but it will happen. It's a coming. Uh, Skyward Sword HD. <laughs> uh, there were rumors for this last year to the point where Nintendo came out and said, we don't have any plans for this. <laughs> uh, but maybe the rumors made them make plans after they said they had no plans. That's not where I was going <laughs> with this. <laughs> I think the wording might have been specifically like, we have no plans to announce a, ah, a Skyward Sword HD game this year. Right. Um, something like that. I think it'd be cool, and uh, just a Sky a version of Skyward Sword that you can control with the buttons would be real nice. Yes. Um, Gotta rescue that game from yeah. the Wii. <laughs> yeah, because, man, that game's real good. I like it, it a lot. I don't know if it'll get announced at this direct, but yeah. Yeah. Star Fox Zero is another game that I think could really benefit from an updated control scheme. Yes. And that was the thing that made that game bad. <laughs> yeah. And Star Fox hasn't gotten a new game on the Switch yet. Right. There is that Retro Studios rumor. Uh-huh. Star Fox Grand Prix that that hasn't been proven as fake or not fake just yet. That's true. 
But I wonder if we'll we'll just get Star Fox Zero instead. Okay. Like a just Star Fox Zero DX. Right. And I think that could be if it's if it's a thing, I think that could be a a Q1 2019 Nintendo Direct tier kind of announcement, you know? Okay. What do you think? I can see that happening. Yeah. Do you think it will happen? Um, I'm unwilling to commit to that. <laughs> this is the Smash Bros. Prediction Podcast, Sean, not the Smash Bros. Ideas Podcast. I'm unwilling to commit to that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's 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 a that's a no. I'm not committing to that. If that wasn't clear, I'm not predicting that. <laughs> fair, fair. Uh, <laughs> finally, uh, if Metroid Prime Four is coming out this year around the holiday season, it'd be really cool to see Metroid Prime Trilogy get some kind of summer release. I would love that. Yeah, it'd be great to be able to take that with me on the go. Yeah, you know? and I think I've heard like a rumor or two that that is a thing. Okay. So, uh, so yeah, I think. I think Metroid Prime Trilogy will get announced uh-huh. at this Direct, and then we'll get, like, a short Metroid Prime 4 trailer, more to come at E3. Okay. Yeah. That's what I think. And <laughs> Me- Me- Metroid Prime Trilogy will be, like, a-, a summer 2019 thing. First of all, we're announcing that we're releasing the Metroid Prime Trilogy games. That has Metroid Prime 1, 2, and 3 in it. And do you know what 1 plus 2 plus 3 is? It's 6. Minus 2 is 4! <laughs> Coming to E3! Yeah. Yeah, you, you get it. Um, so I think those are the ports we're talking about. Um, you really segged very smoothly out of my wacky shit <laughs> back to normalcy. I appreciate that. That was good. Sometimes it's just what I have to do. <laughs> so... Uh, so I think those are the ports we're getting. Um, we've talked before, like, you know, there's, there's ports that are still kind of sitting on the Wii U, right? Uh, ones that could work on the Switch, like Tokyo Mirage Sessions. Sure. But, uh, but since we're getting Fire Emblem Three Houses this year, I think, I think Tokyo Mirage Sessions, if it happens, will be a 2020 thing. Okay. And, uh, and Pikmin 3, I'd really love to see that. Yeah, me too. Off, off of the Wii U, but, uh. I don't know if this is the year we're getting it. Yeah, that one's not really calling to me Yeah, as a prediction. Yeah. Even though it's a cool game. Yeah. Speaking of Pikmin, what do you think is the likelihood of Pikmin 4 at this Direct? Uh, not at this Direct, I don't yeah. think. Yeah, yeah, um, I'd, I'd, I'd say low, yeah. yeah. Maybe that'll be like a 2020 announcement. I could see that happening. Yeah. So yeah, th- those are the ports. So some other first-party stuff. We mentioned Retro Studios has been really, really quiet lately. They have. Um, there is a possibility of Star Fox Grand Prix being their thing. True. Um, I don't know if it is. The The longer we go without hearing about what they're doing... Uh-huh. Here's what I think Retro Studios is up to. Okay. Un- unfortunately, it's not really on the optimistic side of things. <laughs> they're so, shutting down. <laughs> <laughs> no, not that. I think, I think they were working on a really cool, really promising project. Uh-huh. That project got canceled. Ah. They are now working on Donkey Kong Returns 3. <laughs> uh, and we'll hear about that maybe at this Direct. Okay. Uh, what do you think their cool project was before it got shit-canned, hypothetically? Uh, a reboot of an old Nintendo property. I think that's a safe bet. Yeah. I mean, that is what they do. 
So a reboot of F Zero. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that actually makes a lot of sense. Uh, well, no, no, it doesn't. Because initially, I, I was thinking like they were working on F Zero, and then Shigeru Miyamoto stopped by and he was like, "Hey, what if you turned this into Star Fox Grand Prix?" <laughs> Bye, and yeah. I just left. <laughs> uh, but if it's Donkey Kong, obviously that didn't happen. Right. Yeah. But I, I could, yeah, I could still see that being the thing. So F-Zero keeps coming up. People keep wanting a new F-Zero. <laughs> and, you know, Mimoto, whoever, is always like, I don't know how you could do a new F-Zero. Right. How do you make sequels to games that are like the previous games? <laughs> we never do that. Woohoo! <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, what, what do you think Retro Studios is up to? Uh, I think that, uh, your guess is as good as any. I mean, they're so private, you know? Yeah. It's kind of, it's kind of hard to... Yeah, like, a a bunch of people recently left Retro that were kind of, like, high Uh up. Really, I kind of hope that my thing's true just because there are worse alternatives, you know? Like, this studio might just be kind of in, like, development hell mode. You know, like... You know how, like, WB Games have that studio that used to make the prototype games? Oh, yeah. And then they made Arkham Origins, uh-huh. and they haven't released a game since because they keep working on games and then getting them canceled? <laughs> you know? Right, right. Like, I just don't want Retro Studios to be in that same, like, really depressing limbo. That would be a shame, because Retro is such a cool developer. Yeah. Like, they've really shown that they have what it takes to take you know an existing nintendo ip and understand the soul of it you know yeah it makes it really good yeah yeah and so that kind of insight like i hope it isn't getting wasted agreed wholeheartedly agreed we'll see some kind of quirky eShop game get announced okay. that's first party because they like doing that sure obviously i don't know the nature of it because the thing with nintendo quirky eShop games is you can't predict them yeah like, it's going to be something weird, but something that looks cool. Elite Beat Agents cross Chibi Robo. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. So here's how it would work. You're playing as the Elite Beat Agents. You're doing what you usually do for them. And then, like, you know, there's normally, like, the kind of on-tracked parts of the songs where, like, you're seeing what the characters do. Uh-huh. What actually happens is it zooms in on Chibi Robo in the background. And you just play <laughs> Chibi Robo during that span of time. <laughs> Perfect. Back, keep dancing. Uh, you just reminded me that we're probably not going to see anything Chibi Robo related this direct, and I'm sad. All I'm saying is, Retro Studios, if you're looking for an IP to revive, Chibi Robo has only had shitty games lately. Yeah. Make a Chibi Robo game, Retro Studios. Oh, that'd be amazing. That'd be really great. I think we will get a new 3DS game we'll wish was on the Switch instead. That sounds correct. Every 3DS game at this point. Is it game yeah. that I wish was on the Switch? Uh, <laughs> what What do you think that game's going to be? Oh, man, it's going to be something awesome. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I think that um, Mother 4 is going to come out for the 3DS. <laughs> <3 laughs> you know, the <laughs> Mother 3 came out for the Game Boy Advance... <laughs> After the DS was on store shelves for two years. There you go, man. Look at it. Look at that. Look at that. <laughs> Mother 4. You know, actually, like, so Earthbound, the, the Mother franchise, yeah. 
something makes me feel like we might get like an Earthbound trilogy this year. Ooh. But okay. that feels like an E3 announcement. Yes. Yeah. That that is not a Q1 2019 announcement. Yeah. I I feel like yeah, like an Earthbound trilogy and then like Earthbound trilogy for the Switch, please, for the love of God. <laughs> and now for the 3DS. That would be nice. Um and then uh and then maybe like Mother 4's in development. I am okay with that reality. Yeah. Uh, very optimistic. Not saying it's super likely, but something... No, yeah, I don't yeah. think that Mother 4 is actually going to happen for the 3DS, but yeah. that would be... You, you mean the Switch? Uh, 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 well, or the Switch. Oh, 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 oh right. Yeah. Oh, oh, right. You were saying the yeah. Mother 4 for the 3DS, yeah. That would be... That would be the most painful game to get as a 3DS game for yeah. me. Yeah, I mean, I would, like, fucking buy it. Oh, absolutely. You know? yeah. I mean, if it was coming out in English, that would be an improvement over the prequel. Right. Uh, but, yeah. What what do you think? What 3DS game are we getting that we'll wish was on Switch from you? Uh, a Link's Awakening remake. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I can absolutely see a project of that scale happening for yeah. the 3DS. Right. And then I'd buy it. You sure would. I love Link's Awakening. He sure does. <laughs> for, uh, for good reasons. It's a great game. It's yeah. a really cool Zelda game. Yeah, right? Oh, yeah. So good. So something Nintendo likes to do is... Use their first-party IP and let a third-party developer make a spin-off. Right. Uh, Mario and Rabbids. Sure. Hyrule Warriors. Uh-huh. Fire Emblem Warriors. <laughs> uh, you know, Tokyo Mirage Sessions. That was last gen, but still. Uh, what would your dream uh, a combo be for this thing? Oh, we've we've talked about this before oh, we... on, on the podcast. My dream last time was Persona Mon. That's right. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, I forget what yours was, but I think it was also cool. I'm sure it was. I uh, I think you said Arc System Works making uh, like a like a fighting game. Oh, yeah. right. Yeah, probably like a Fire Emblem fighting game or something. Yeah, which I'm totally down for still. Yeah, me too. Arc System Works is very busy right now. <laughs> they sure are. Oh man. Um, but it'd be great. Dreams are out there now. Uh, what what do you think is within the realm of possibility for a third party? Mm. This, oh, is, this is not realistic and completely stupid. And I just want you to know that, even though I think you probably already knew that. <laughs> uh-huh. the, <laughs> the Phoenix Wright team makes a Donkey Kong Phoenix Wright style visual novel. <laughs> like you <laughs> Donkey Kong, who do you think murdered Funky? <laughs> <laughs> No, exactly. Like, in my mind, it was like Diddy Kong is, like, next to you and he can talk, but you just, like, you, like, push the, you know, touchscreen to, like, make noises. Like, just, just, like, monkey noises. Right, yeah, exactly. Woohoo! That's, like, your objection. Yeah. And King K. Rule, like, his chest plate falls off and he has to put it back on. He, he's stunned to the bottom. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah i got nothing yeah that's the closest i'm getting to having a good idea <laughs> amazing <laughs> um i think it'll be a western developer Ooh, okay and maybe ubisoft i can see them making a first person game set in hyrule Ooh, that's interesting. Yeah, like Zelda meets Skyrim kind uh-huh. of. Uh-huh. 
Okay. Yeah. We're about at the point in our release schedule, in Nintendo's release schedule, where it would kind of make sense to see a new 2D Zelda game. Oh, okay. Right? Like, like Onoma and his team are obviously quietly working on their 3D follow-up to Breath of the Wild. Sure. Uh, and I think it'll be well before we see that. But they always loved alternating 2D uh, Zeldas and 3D Zeldas. And up till now, you know, the 2Ds would be on handhelds, the 3Ds would be on consoles. Now, obviously, there is no distinction like that. Right. So one uh, one kind of optimistic thought to so my pessimistic thought earlier is maybe Link's Awakening Remake is a cross-platform title that comes up for both Switch and 3DS. Oh, okay. Sushi Striker did that. Fire Emblem, uh-huh. Fire Emblem Warriors did that. Okay. So uh, maybe a, a Link's Awakening remake for both platforms coming out, like, I don't know, summer, summer, fall area. Okay. I like that. Me too. But maybe also, like, a brand new 2D Zelda. I feel like we're getting a 2D Zelda sometime this year. I don't know what form it'll take, right. but I think whether, it's happening. Whether it's a remake or something original. Yes. Okay. Any any other first party thoughts you could see getting announced at this direct? No. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I've I've had all my good ideas, Daniel. <laughs> Clearly, they're on the record. <laughs> all right. So so then let's talk about third party stuff before we move into Smash Talk. Okay. Here's some stuff. We already know exists that I think could get some follow-ups. Sure. First thing is Ace Attorney. Yes. Uh, so we know about Ace Attorney, tri- uh, Phoenix Wright, Ace Attorney Trilogy. Right. Uh, coming to the Switch and various other platforms. Japan has a release date for that, and we don't. Okay. Right. Um, so I think we could get a release date for that, alongside an announcement of Apollo Justice, Ace Attorney Trilogy, which will collect 4, 5, and 6. Nice. I think that'll get announced. It'll come out sometime in the summer. Then either at this Direct or the E3 Direct, they'll announce Ace Attorney 7 as a late 2019 or or Early. sometime in 2020. Uh, yeah. Okay. I can dig it. But, you know, they're going to be so busy working on Donkey Kong Ace Ape. <laughs> Ace Ape? <laughs> if I take a little bit longer Ace. to, uh, to Ace get that out Ape. there. Yeah, yeah. Good point. I didn't think about that. I'm sorry. <laughs> Marvel Ultimate Alliance three. I think we'll get kind of an information blowout. Okay. Um, I have I have no idea what they're gonna say as a release date for it, but I think they're going to go into more detail about Marvel Ultimate Alliance three at this direct. Okay. Um, I've talked a couple directs about this. Uh, about this game called Work Work. Right. Uh, work. Uh, a weird X like Japan likes to do, and then the word work again. Right. Uh, There's just this quirky-looking RPG that came out in Japan last year. I've been championing a localization of this game for a while now, and good news for me, the owners of Work Work have trademarked the video game title Hero Land. Hmm. The game Work Work takes place in a setting called Hero Sama Land. <laughs> So I think, I think that this direct we're gonna get a Hero Land announcement. Okay, uh, I think and, that's a safe bet. And that is the localized name for Work Work. Cool. I think Untitled Goose Game will get a shadow drop. Oh, nice. Yeah. Just like how that goose sneaks out of the shadows to steal <laughs> your keys or whatever. Yeah, I think it'll come out for the Switch on that day, and then like, you know, later that week for other platforms. 
or or maybe whenever for other platforms. I don't know if it's been announced for other platforms. Either way, yeah, I I think the day of the direct Untitled Goose Game for the Switch. Cool. And uh, and I think we'll get some Streets of Rage four details. Man, I hope so. Uh, alongside the actual announcement of Yuzo Koshiro being involved with the soundtrack. Oh, please. <laughs> that game would actually be measurably worse without Yuzo Koshiro's involvement. Yeah, and I think I think everyone on the planet would agree with <laughs> you there. Right. So, And I think .mu is aware of that. That's the stuff that we already know kind of exists in one form or another. You sure. think I'm missing anything here? I don't think so. Okay, cool. Um, You're so, comprehensive. A comprehensive uh, kind of guy. I was oh. trying to think of a C, but that's a K. I, I, I appreciate I appreciate your uh, your effort there. Thank you. So I, I think, uh, yeah, I was, I was trying to think of another C thing, and I couldn't. <laughs> so, uh, so some new announcements I think they could make. Pretty much every Direct now has, like, you know, a port announcement. You know, comprehensive comrade. Ah, nice. But I'm sorry, please continue. Yeah, uh, there have been, you know, at least like a port or two getting announced, like every direct, basically. Uh-huh. I feel like Dragon's Dogma Dark Arisen probably would have been in a direct. You know, Civilization Six, right? Uh, Doom, Wolfenstein, all that. So I, I think we'll get a a cool port announcement or two. Uh, what What do you think could be on the slate there? Uh, Resident Evil 2 is obviously, uh, you know, mm-hmm. uh, is very fresh in everyone's mind. Uh-huh. Not coming to the Switch. Right. But yet another re-release of the Resident <laughs> Evil 1 remake could come to the Switch. Okay, yeah, I can see that happening. That's going to be what I think that could be. Okay, cool. Nice. What about you? This is a bit of a long shot, uh, but... Mass Effect trilogy. Oh, nice. Really, I think just EA should do that. Yeah, that'd be nice. Uh, I I think EA just re-releasing Mass Effect for current gen platforms, having just like a nice cohesive way to uh to connect your playthrough of all three games. You uh-huh. know, yeah that that'd sure be nice. Yeah, especially because uh that fourth one was kind of a mess. What was it called? Oh, again? Andromeda. Andromeda. Yeah. 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 Yeah, but I I don't know how likely I would say that is. Although the ports that do happen always kind of surprise me. It's like, oh, <laughs> this game, right? I haven't thought about this for five years, but all right. Surprise! Beetle Adventure Racing is coming to the Switch. <laughs> yeah, ultimately maybe uh maybe near Automata. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Hopefully it'll be less buggy than the PC version. That'd be nice. <laughs> That'd be nice. Finally, I, I feel like there'll be some big-ish third-party announcement, and we're now in 2019 where I think we could get something like Monster Hunter 5. Yeah! Uh, <laughs> I... One thing I could actually see happening is it finishing out the Japanese uh, Nintendo yeah. Direct, but the American Nintendo Direct gets nothing. <laughs> uh, but then... Uh, then it gets announced for a localization like a month after it's out in Japan. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds like Capcom, all right. <laughs> How however, like so we're saying that because that's what Capcom has done with Monster Hunter in the past. Uh-huh. But maybe Monster Hunter World was such a success oh, that they'll so that they'll focus more on an international simultaneous release this time. Please do it. <laughs> Alternately I could see like 
I could see Capcom's Monster Hunter team really focusing on Iceborne for Monster Hunter World right True. now. And then after that's out, they'll start making five for the Switch. Okay. Well, I just want it. Yeah, I know Please you do. Come out. I know. I know you do, man. <sighs> yeah, any other third party thoughts? Uh let's have three parties. One after the other. Pizza party. And then two other parties. <laughs> I I love how like you're <laughs> Your brain is like is having such trouble like coming up with ideas right now that you couldn't even like not only could you not come up with like you know, third parties that could contribute to this direct, which makes sense. Like you got to be in a in a certain sure. mindset for that sometimes. But you couldn't even think of two fake parties to throw. Okay, the other two are a movie party. Okay, and a party where a clown comes to our. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing about it will be weird. <laughs> hey, uh, I'm I'm your clown. Uh... There's no children here. <laughs> We're all kids at heart, clown. Now start honking that nose. <laughs> <laughs> We're paying you by the hour, so so I need a I need right. a good amount of honks. You better get on this, buddy. Yeah, pop some balloons. <laughs> if I don't hear three honks a minute minimum, <laughs> I'm paying you less for your clown time. <laughs> The clown just hears that and assumes, like, honks and pay go up on a one-to-one ratio. <laughs> She's like... <laughs> hey, honk, 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 you doing honk, The clown's just, like, screaming while he honks. This is actually the stupidest episode we've ever <laughs> recorded of this podcast. It's up there. Oh, I feel like it's fuck. top three minimum. <laughs> anyway, no, I don't have any third party <laughs> predictions aside from the ones we've already discussed. Fair. No, I'm all out. In that case, let's talk Smash Bros. Okay. Back into familiar territory. <laughs> so I mentioned at the beginning of this direct that I think that... Uh, I think that this direct will more or less coincide with the Amiibo release date of Piranha Plant. Right. And that is because I think that Piranha Plant will shadow drop on the day of the direct. Okay. I yeah. think they'll be like, uh, yeah, here's here's a little more info about Piranha Plant. I'm Sakurai. I'm talking about Piranha Plant's <laughs> moveset. And uh, you can get Piranha Plant today. That's actually just how his translator does shit now. Yeah. Uh, hello, I'm Sakurai, and I'm talking about Piranha Plant. <laughs> right now, I'm talking about how by pressing your special button, Piranha Plant will chomp chomp. Later, I'll talk about what his other specials do. But why listen to me when you can play him? He's out. Chomp chomp. Peace. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah I, uh, but yeah, I think that's a good call. Yeah, I think Piranha Plant will come out the day of that direct... And then I and then he'll say something like, uh, "Also, uh, you may have seen our Joker announcement from the Game Awards 2018. We're not ready to show him just yet, but if you'd like a first look at ah. Joker in Smash Brothers, stay tuned for the Persona stream that's happening <laughs> in March." Okay. Yeah, uh, Persona's having kind of a kind of like a, a new project's announcement thing uh -huh. in March. So I think uh, 
I think Sakurai will be like, if you're interested in Joker's appearance in Smash Bros, keep an eye on the Persona presentation uh, this March. I think you will enjoy what you see. And then that presentation will have Joker and Smash footage. It'll have a uh, Persona 5 Switch announcement. It'll have that Persona 5 Arena announcement. Okay. Um, yeah. I, I think that'll happen there, and we will not see playable Joker at this Direct. Okay. Yeah. Because I, I think that playable Joker is going to come out spring sometime. Sometime between April and June. Yeah, that makes sense. And uh, and Piranha Plant is going to hold us over until then. <laughs> as, as much as Piranha Plant can, which for me is not much. It'll hold me over so much! Uh, <laughs> so, other character announcements. I don't think there'll be any. Okay. But I keep being wrong about that. <laughs> Like, the Game Awards episode we did, we were like, yeah, they're not going to talk about Smash Bros. at the Game Awards. Right. Right? The game is, yeah. Like, you know, maybe they'll mention that it's coming out, like, that evening, but... And then we got that Joker announcement. So, uh... So these are our character predictions for Smash Bros. Ultimate's DLC packs. Mm -hmm. We both think that Erdrick from Dragon Quest and a Gen 8 Pokemon will be announced. Right. Erdrick, because of that leak, we believe it's true. Uh... We believe the leak specifically about Erdrick is true, and not the nonsense about uh, Doom Guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm predicting Minecraft Steve and Wreck-It Ralph. Sean is predicting Banjo Kazooie and Monster Hunter. Right. Um, so I think it's fair to say if we do get another character announcement at this direct, it'll probably be Erdrick. Okay. Erdrick's yeah. like next on the slate. That kind of feels like the case. So if Erdrick does get announced at this upcoming direct, then I think it'll also include some talk about. The Switch version of Dragon Quest XI, and maybe also we'll get some announcements involving, uh, like, old Dragon Quest games on the Switch. Like Dragon Quest One through Three, for example. Cool. Yeah? Yeah, I think that's good. Cool. Uh, so I think the last thing we could see from Smash Bros. is, like, a new mode or something. Ah. Um, actually... So they were actually working on an app, right, right. Uh, for for the Nintendo Online thing called Smash World. Right. So I think we'll get some Smash World details, and uh, it'll either launch after the direct, or we'll get a general release window for when in 2019 it will launch. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Do you have any thoughts about uh about new Smash modes or stuff we'll get, or do you think that's uh that seems pretty comprehensive to me? Yeah. I. I'm I'm toying with the idea of going with a very bold prediction that I think is unlikely, but at the same time, like I feel as though I have to go with the opposite of what I think is going to happen to be correct. Okay. I think that not only are we going to find out who the next DLC character is going to be okay. in this direct, at the end Sakurai's gonna say, like, uh, and, you know, this is, uh, one of the remaining DLC characters, and then it's going to show, you know, Piranha Plant, Joker, Erdrick, and then the silhouettes of the remaining characters. <laughs> okay. Yeah? Yeah, fuck it, I'm locking it in. Why not? You're doing that, yeah? This isn't a game show, there's no money on the line, <laughs> it's just my pride, and I don't have any of that left after this episode. <laughs> Silhouettes, <laughs> baby. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> I, 
I don't think that'll happen because I feel like it feel it feels like they they want to make each character announcement an event and a surprise this uh-huh. time. And like if they do silhouettes, people are gonna figure that shit out. I'm gonna throw in a bonus prediction. Okay. There is going to be at least one meme after this announcement where like someone draws completely ill-fitting characters into the silhouettes. Well like, yeah. <laughs> like it's like it's clearly, you know, um Wreck It Ralph, but they just like draw a really weirdly shaped Waluigi. <laughs> like that kind of thing. Yeah, just Waluigi with like giant arms. Right, yeah. yeah, yeah. Or, or like, like a weird like stubby head. Weird, yeah. That's gonna happen too. Well yeah, okay. I I mean yeah I <laughs> Like, hey guys, I think I figured out who the new character is, and it's like weird Waluigi. Yeah, that that I'll give you. If if we get silhouettes, that will happen. Okay. Yes, but uh, but yeah, I, I think that uh, silhouettes do accompany a lot of these fighting game announcements. But I, uh-huh. I think Smash is gonna gonna stray away from that this time. Just to be clear, my instinct is that I'm wrong. I'm doing the opposite on purpose. Right. Which might not be a bad idea <laughs> given our track record. Right. So I respect that. Okay. Um, okay, cool. So those are, uh, in a nutshell, all of our thoughts about the upcoming Nintendo Direct. Not which... in a nutshell. <laughs> those are our thoughts in an auditorium. About this <laughs> That's a lot of thoughts. Yeah, but... <laughs> Fine. <laughs> but yeah, the, those are... That's what we're thinking about yeah. the Smasher... Uh, about the Q1 2019 Nintendo Direct... Which might not exist. It might not happen at all. But what are you thinking, listeners? Yeah. What are you thinking? Let's find out with some listener mail. Most of which is not about the direct. <laughs> Good job, guys. <laughs> but, but we still like read it. So, first one is related. And that's from Deku Star on Twitter. Deku Star just says, Mario Kart Tour. Thanks, Deku Star. That's the whole thing. It's a tweet. Sometimes <laughs> I, it's a I, I like the name. Yeah. Well, that that is the name of the smartphone Mario Kart that got announced last year. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Um. So you know he's saying that we should hear about Mario Kart Tour I at see. the direct. Um. Oh, because I mean, if Deku Star had just been like naming the new Mario Kart as a prediction, <laughs> I'd be down for that. But it existed. Right. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I can I can uh, see that. Um. I can't because okay. uh, because it would be kind of unprecedented for Nintendo to talk about one of their mobile games during one of their general directs. Mm. They always give their mobile games their own directs. Right. Animal Crossing, uh, Camp Time. Pocket Camp. <laughs> uh, right. Animal Crossing Pocket Camp got its own directs. Uh-huh. No mentions in other directs. Uh, Fire Emblem Dr- Heroes got its own, right? Yeah, Dragalia yeah. Lost got its own direct. Uh-huh. So I I think that if Mario Kart Tour, Mark, it we are kind of overdue. We are kind of overdue to hear about Mario Kart Tour, right? But I think it'll get its own direct when when we get okay when we get info about it. And maybe that'll happen within the next couple months. Sure, or it'll be on Jimmy Fallon like Super Mario Run was. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> but Jimmy Fallon would just be like. <laughs> Wow, guys, I'm really excited about Mario Kart Tour. Wow, isn't this exciting? Look at this car. Ah. You can drive the car. Ah. Can you really drive this car? Ah. <laughs> what? What? Why? That's just what's happening inside Jimmy Fallon's head <laughs> at all times. 
<laughs> just him like relentlessly screaming. I should have rubbed Donald Trump's head. That was a mistake. I'm Jimmy just for, for everyone who's listening, when Daniel said mistake, he threw his head back. As if he were like a lion shaking out its mane. <laughs> and there was dang! He's like threw it all the way back. Yeah. Because it was good. Thanks. Yep. Anyway, yeah, I think Mark, <laughs> Mario Kart Tour would be good deck to star. Uh, thanks for that. Actually, speaking of Mario Kart, one thing that's interesting the Mario Kart team at Nintendo has been uh, quiet for a couple of years. Oh. Uh, you know, they, they put out arms, they did some DLC for that for like half a year. Uh huh. And we don't know what they're working on now. Maybe they're making Star Fox Racing. What are we calling it again? Star Star Fox Grand Prix? Star Fox Grand Prix. Right? Yeah. yeah. Um, maybe. The, the rumor was that specifically Retro was working on that. Yeah, they fucked that up. <laughs> I see. That's so, so, so they whoever. So they got the game right. They got the name right. But the developer was what they fucked up. They were like listening to, you know, it was like a meeting. And Reddy's like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, Star Fox Grand Prix, it's getting made by. And then they sneezed. Just like, <laughs> so they didn't hear. So they just it's getting made by. Sorry, I sneeze funny. <laughs> no, no. I mean, the leaker sneezed. And they didn't hear. Oh. So they can't go like, who's making it again? Uh, anyway this is what they're doing (laughs) yeah thanks Nike Star yep we got a lot of mileage out of those two words three three Mario Kart isn't one word Mario Kart (laughs) well uh, now it is it's like Minecraft they're they're uh, they're shrinking it down you know gotta gotta save space yeah I I see yeah that that extra character by the by pressing space was really costing them. It really fucks you up. Yeah. You know, the guy who types that stuff out, he's got carpal tunnel, he can't really do the thumbs. So uh, they tried to minimize that for him. Thank thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was, was that you as the guy? <laughs> oh, thank you so much. It wasn't Now meant I to can be. finally type Mario Kart as one word. I guess retroactively, that's what it is now. <laughs> Here's an email from Jahay. Okay. Jahay, how you doing? Jahay says, hey ya. So I know it's a long shot, but I'm still holding out for Gino. Ah. It's probably not going to happen, since Square Enix is probably confirming Dragon Quest and only gave two tracks to Final Fantasy, <laughs> but I've been an SMRPG fan for as long as I can remember. I've been an SMRPG fan for so long that I didn't realize it was part of the Kirby's Epic Yarn Yoshi's Crafted World cycle until today. <laughs> So I'm there with you, Jay. My friends and I used to talk about Gino in Smash on the playground, and none <laughs> of us had even played the game at that point. <laughs> if Gino ever were to be added, he'd obviously use his cannon arms, but I imagine he'd also have a timing gimmick similar to his actual game. Oh. If you get the timing perfect on the shot, you do more damage. His final smash could be transforming into a cannon and shooting the on-screen opponents, since he can just do that in SMRPG. I also think that Gino's being added to Smash could re-enter him and the rest of the SMRPG cast into the Mario franchise as a whole, put Gino into Mario Kart. Ah, okay. However, it's basically impossible at this point, because if Gino was going to be added, it probably would have been done at this point. Also, Square Enix! (laughs) However, I'm still wishing for my favorite puppet until the last DLC slot is snatched away. Maybe the Star Road will hear me. 
Besides, hearing an official remix of the Forest Maze song, uh, who wouldn't want that? True. Thanks for the great podcast, Jahay. Yeah, thank you very much for writing in, Jahay. Uh, yeah. A lot of cool stuff going on in that email. And yeah, man, man, the timed hits thing. That's that's neat. That's really neat. Yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah, uh, I, I honestly think that Gino's chances are just incredibly slim at this point. Yeah, yeah, um, as slim as his little puppet arms. But I do think he'll probably reprise his role as a me costume. Yeah. Uh, as a me costume you have to buy. <laughs> well, I guess Jahay will buy it. Maybe. I Maybe. <laughs> I don't know what Jahay thinks about costumes. What do you think about costumes, Jahay? <laughs> you can't tell us now because you're not here in our apartment. But thank you for the email. <laughs> yes. Mitch E's back. Good old Mitch E. Welcome back, Mitchy Mitch. Mitch E says, I made a prediction at the start of January that there wasn't going to be a direct in January or February, and so far I haven't been wrong. But if there is a direct, I predict that Golden Sun won't be there. Watch <laughs> me be right. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I admire those predictions. I don't like them because I love Golden Sun, uh, but I, I think that uh, I think the Golden Sun part's a safe bet. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, Mitch. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I uh, I also agree. Low, low chance of Golden Sun. Uh, Mitch also goes on to say, also would like to put an idea out there that no one has talked about. Hmm. Pea Shooter from Plants vs. Zombies for Smash. <laughs> Hear me out. Okay. Plants vs. Zombies has been on Nintendo consoles before. 2019 is their 10-year anniversary. There's a new game rumored to be coming out. And it could come to the Switch. Just saying. Also, zombie me costume. <laughs> you know, I um, loved Plants vs. Zombies 1. Really? I really did. I'm vaguely remembering this now, actually. I had a horrible job at the time. I was a substitute teacher. <laughs> and there were some days where I could get away with, like, all the kids are taking a test, all the kids are watching a movie, I could play Plants vs. Zombies, like, keep <laughs> one eye on, on my computer and one eye on the kids. Right. Know? And that really helped me get through some really hard days when I was working that job. Uh, so it has a special place in my heart. And I would not, I, I wouldn't mind necessarily Pea Shooter being a character in Smash. Yeah. But I think it would be weird, and I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, I think likelihood is low, but I, I did not consider that before, and I think that's cool. Yes. So thanks, Mitch. Yes, thank you. Finally, an email... From Barnacle Man. Wow, he really leveled up since he was Barnacle Boy. With Mermaid Man. Uh, have Have you watched enough Spongebob to, to get your own reference? Again, I was a substitute teacher. Oh, yeah. <laughs> During a period of time, <laughs> I've watched more Spongebob Squarepants than you might think. Okay, fair. <laughs> Probably more than me. <laughs> Could be. Uh, though I did watch the Spongebob musical when it was in Chicago. Ah, yeah. It's off-Broadway run. Quality shit. Good, good musical. I haven't seen it with my eyes, but I have listened to the soundtrack, and there is a song in the middle about being a pirate <laughs> that is just fucking stellar. <laughs> Poor it's so pirates, funny. Yeah. yeah. It's so good. Uh, listen to it even just for that. Yeah, it's a song called Poor Pirates, and it's actually like, really fucking good yeah yeah it's really good uh 
Uh, Patchy the Pirate is the one that sings it. Right. For you SpongeBob fans out there. Hi, Amy. So, uh, Barnacle Man says, Hey guys, after listening to your DLC prediction episode, I noticed that when talking about Capcom characters, you didn't mention one possible newcomer. Dante from Devil May Cry. He's someone that a lot of people are sleeping on because he isn't associated with Nintendo, and he's seemingly not requested often. However, I think Dante is Capcom's most iconic character that isn't represented in Smash yet, Hmm. so I could easily see him being added as a newcomer to draw some attention and promote Devil May Cry 5. The only reason I would personally not want Dante in the game, aside from rather having Phoenix Wright, (laughs) is that the role of dual pistol-wielding protagonist Uh from a combo-based hack-and-slash game directed by Hideki Kamiya (laughs) is already filled by Bayonetta. (laughs) That's very specific and very true. I just think there's too many similarities between their games to make a completely unique moveset for Dante. Hmm. Sadly, I still feel like it makes sense for Capcom to push him as a DLC character before anyone else, though. Your thoughts? I'm just trying to think about other iconic Capcom characters and whether there are other characters more iconic than Dante Mm -hmm. that haven't been repped in Smash, because obviously Mega Man is there. Right. Uh, Who else do they have? Ryu. Ryu, Well, right, Ryu's there. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like like I'm not thinking of some other characters. Yeah, I mean, like... There's there's the cast of Resident Evil, obviously. But yeah, I mean that's a that's a hard sell for Smash. Yeah, you know? hard sell for Smash. Like whether or not they're more iconic, and I feel like I feel like if you put like Chris Redfield and Dante next to each other, uh-huh. more people would point at Dante and be like, "Hey, it's Dante." Which is funny because, of course, if you know your you know Capcom history, uh, Devil May Cry came out of a prototype for Resident Evil Four. Ha. Huh. Um. And so now, you know, he's such an iconic character. It's kind of interesting. Yeah, that is. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I think that's a good point. He is a very iconic Capcom character. Yeah. Um, I definitely agree with the points about, you know, I can see how it might be difficult to differentiate him from Bayonetta. I'm sure Sakurai could do stuff. Yeah. You know, probably like focusing on maybe how he can like transform into a demon or all the different weapons that he gets or yeah. there's, there's something you could do. Um, but I don't, I'm not feeling him. I don't think he's going to be in the game. Yeah. I, I agree with that. Um, here's something I could see happening. Uh, Dante, the me sword fighter. Ah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think that'd be a perfect spot to put Dante uh-huh. because yeah, I just feel like Phoenix, Wright Or Monster Hunter are both characters that have games coming out this year. Right. Or, you know, content coming out this year that Capcom would also want to push. And both of those are better fits for a Nintendo crossover. Okay, cool. So, yeah. um, That is what I think about Dante. But cool of you to bring it up. That was kind of an omission by us because he is really iconic. Mm -hmm. He's really important to Capcom right now. Um, but ultimately, yeah, I don't really see him getting in. Yeah, not me neither. Thank you, Barnacle Man. Good email. Yes. Now go out there and fight crime in Bikini Bottom. Uh, <laughs> if you want to know where else you can find us, uh, we are both on another podcast called Play This with an exclamation point. Yes. Um, so you have to shout it every time. <laughs> Play This! A- an episode where we talk about Pokemon Let's Go will be out very soon, and then after that... Uh, we're going to do our annual Game of the Year discussion. That'll probably be out early February. Yeah. 
And we're really excited to do that. We've been playing a bunch of 2018 games to get ready for that. A little frantically in <laughs> some cases. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah, Amy just started playing God of War. Uh, that game is cool. Yeah, it's neat. Uh, Play This and a Smashing Theory are both part of a podcast network called Beep Boop Group. Beep Boop. We, uh... <laughs> Thank you. Yep. We, uh, Beep Boop Group has a Patreon. Uh, Patreon.com slash Beep Boop Group. Uh, you can go there, and if you'd like to support us at Patreon.com slash Beep Boop Group, you can get access to cool goodies like an exclusive podcast, mm-hmm. the ability to vote on polls, getting thanked at the end of every episode, including this one. Yes. And patron exclusive access to our Discord and uh, bonus content. Yes. Uh, deleted scenes and outtakes and clips that you can't hear anywhere else. Uh, the most recent one I put up was called Fart Doctor. <laughs> and, and that got three people to pledge at that level. Just to find out what Fart Doctor right. is. Yeah, like at least two of them explicitly told us, like, we pledged because of Fart Doctor. <laughs> specifically. Yeah. Uh, so cool. So, if you want to find out what Fart Doctor is, for $5 a month on Patreon.com slash Beep Boop Group, <laughs> I guess you can. Sorry in advance if it's not worth it. But there's other good stuff on there, too. Yeah. And there's more stuff coming. Yes. Um... Yeah. Uh, like, like, pretty much every episode, we save stuff. Yes. We can't put in the episode because of time. Yeah. Or because it's really weird. Uh, <laughs> but that is just great for, like, this tier of Patreon support. So if you want access to that kind of thing, uh, patreon.com slash group. Yeah. And speaking of Patreon, next time on A Smashing Theory, we're doing another Patreon vote episode. Yeah. At the $2 level, you can vote on monthly polls. And this time we're going to leave it up to our patrons to decide what should be the topic of our next episode. Because there's some cool stuff we can focus our predictions on next episode, Mm -hmm. and your help would be appreciated. I should say first that if a Nintendo Direct does happen in the next two weeks, we will do our reactions to those before we do the Patreon-voted episode topic. But after that, the options for our following episode are a Pokemon 2019 episode Uh where we talk about what Pokemon announcements we think will be made this year and what we, uh, what we think the new game is going to be. Yeah. A Mortal Kombat 11 episode. Uh, Mortal Kombat 11 is coming out for the switch and it's a fighting game. Mm -hmm. So it feels relevant. Maybe some of you would be interested in hearing us make predictions about what all is going to be in that, and also Sean fucking loves Mortal Kombat, and he would enjoy doing that episode. Look, man, no pressure. Vote for that. <laughs> no pressure. Vote for that. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Vote for Mortal Kombat 11. Uh, I would say vote for Pokemon, so... And you would be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I see! <laughs> well, I guess there's nothing I can say about that. You're damn right. <laughs> vote for pokemon or mortal kombat 11 <laughs> instead so those are your two options mortal kombat 11 and pokemon one winning doesn't necessarily mean that the other will never get an episode but it does guarantee that we'll talk about it next so if if you're interested in having a stake on that uh go ahead and and vote until your heart gives out 
don't do that. Go to a doctor before your heart gives out. Yes. But, you know, if if Raiden rips out your heart, then there's nothing that I can do. So vote for Mortal Kombat 11 so that you don't make him mad. (laughs) Or vote for Pokemon so you don't have to associate with that weirdo. He's fucking weird. He's the coolest. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm an idiot that ruins timelines <laughs> over and over. And now my lightning is red. Yeah? What are your fucking Pokemon <laughs> saying? Pikachu. That's what they're saying. At least Raiden has words. <laughs> Pikachu is being true to himself and saying simplicity is is golden man <laughs> an electric mouse can't compete with a thunder god pikachu's not trying to compete he's just trying to make friends i mean raiden is an asshole pikachu is a pokemon competing is literally all he does. <laughs> he, every second of his life is competition he's competing to win pokemon battles he is competing to defeat the elite four and he's also gonna win this poll bitch I can't wait until you're wrong. <laughs> uh, I would actually be cool with doing either episode, but vote for Mortal Kombat. Yeah, no, I would also be cool with doing either episode, but vote for Pokemon. So, uh, so either way, whatever we end up doing, whether the direct happens and we do a reaction episode of that, uh, even if like there's a direct in like four weeks, we will do a reaction episode to that and see what we got right. Yeah, but uh, yeah, whatever episode we end up doing next. Uh, We will see you guys in a couple weeks. But in the meantime, I hope that you and uh, all the denizens of Outworld and Order Realm, Chaos Realm, that's cheap, have a smashing time when I rip out your spine. (laughs) Pika Pikachu! Thank thank you, Smashing Guy. You're welcome. (laughs) Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Special thanks. Special thanks. Thanks to Lonald. Thank you, Lonald. Lonald is just a peach. He's really excellent, and he keeps supporting us, and uh, it touches my heart and all my body parts. That the appropriate ones, all the good body parts. You couldn't have just said and my soul. Oh yeah, <laughs> my soul also. <laughs> my my heart, my body parts, my soul. Thank you, Lonald. Thanks. <laughs> Special thanks to Nymph. Thanks, Nymph. Uh, Nymph's a sweetheart through and through. I really like him. How about you? Nymph's a sweetheart through and through. He's got a lot of Patreon that he do. <laughs> I don't actually know if that's true about him. Uh, uh, but I appreciate that he Patreons us. Me too. All right. Thank you, Nymph. Thanks, Nymph. And thank you to my girlfriend, Amy Lee. Yes, thank you, Amy Lee, for buying God of War and playing that. Yeah. Uh, it's a neat game. Yeah, cool appreciate, to watch. Appreciate the insight there. Yeah, like like watching you play God of War, like watching you leave a room. I <laughs> uh, love you, thank you. Thank you, Amy Lee. Special thanks to all of our $20 patrons. Uh, you too can be special thanks by us if you back at the $20 or more tier. Yes. Uh, so do that. Yes. 
Thanks. Goodbye. Goodbye.